Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What kind of cream you use when you're sensitive? Ain't it like a cream for that? It, wait, 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 wait. Like, like people, people that break out and do rashes? Uh, Why Jeremy don't? <laughs> you don't know what that is? He beat me to it. He said what? He beat me to it. Oh, he was about to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I used to have eczema really bad, though. Okay. Yeah. And so, so is there a cream that you used to use? Uh, it's just it's just foam called Olox that will kind of tackle the different parts of eczema I have like on my I used arms. To, I used something else I heard before yeah. that was for that like a it's so so your so your so your skin is sensitive just like I've never your, used nothing oh so that's why so I you need did, a reference because okay. I don't I don't know personally yeah because you've always been you've always been sensitive no I just I've, I've always had good skin no I'm talking about just no like, no no it's all good <gasps> I've never needed that type of treatment got you welcome to another episode. <laughs> Next Level Living. We just had a, a very interesting conversation right before we tapped in. Random. Where's my mic? Like, what's, <laughs> what's happening with this podcast? Did we do a sound check or anything? Are we good now? Bro, this mic was standing at me like it was a yeah. first date. Sweetheart, yeah. get close. You know what it was? What, what we doing? Yeah, you, you, you come, wasn't ready. Come to me. Yeah. Why? Come, come Why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who made me this way? Look at Jeremy. Yeah. He wanted to kick I don't want to kick like, that boy. Where, where was my you, mic? She was still trying to get to know you. <laughs> Am I a guest? Right. She was trying to figure out if she liked you or not. Right. She was COVIDing me. Like, what? Six feet. What you doing? Sweetheart, come it. here. I love PCR it. PCR certified. I love it. <laughs> what? SARS 2. Oh, my God. So y'all ready? Random. Okay, let's let's cue the intro and then we go to the random. Random before the intro? Random brings up the show. And then we get into the But we don't want them to listen for three minutes and then the intro. You be kind of long winded. You hear that? Jay loves that. Yeah, cue the intro. I was with, when we were talking about your sensitivity, the cream you use. That's no way. That's the intro. That wasn't it. <laughs> that first, bro. This is definitely. But we're no intro yet. We starting scratch. <laughs> okay, you're right. wild. We'll start from scratch. He said the you, cream no, was the intro. Is you, that why you, you asked quiet? me something about a random? I thought that was a random. You were gonna let that be it? Because I'm not using any cream. We, no, so. no, no. We thought the random was your mind. That's why he was to, laughing so hard because he was letting me dig a hole for myself for the podcast. <laughs> that's dirty. Like no. that's dirty. No. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that face, bro. You was biting your lip like you didn't want to speak, and no. you was withholding no, yourself no, no, no. only to allow we were me about to look anybody foolish. making looks. We're gonna talk about the, the faces you were swapping with your. Faces you were swapping? Okay. Bro, we're going to have to square up, bro. Respectfully, <laughs> no, like this ain't I'm boss. Not go this there. is no, no, brother no. to brother. Like no, no, this no, no. is, re- this uh, is ridiculous. Let's not even Talk go about there. swapping. Let's What's going there. on in Q's throat right now? 
<laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs> That boy's sucking uh, on a biscuit. What is that? Somebody get some water. <laughs> Yo, he's over there going. You turn that camera around. Oh, he said, "Don't put me in this." At this moment, right now, y'all don't see this, but Ebony is feeding. Is is fe- she is burping and feeding Shaquan? Like y'all, like y'all don't understand what's going on behind the scenes right now. Y'all can't see it, but y'all, oh, y'all understand. Our, it's our okay. chief, you making it worse. Yo, you making it worse, man. Yo, Get the some water. Are we gonna watch him die? Do I need to be a flight attendant? I thought I was off. Am I gonna help him? So we gonna watch this happen. We. Oh my goodness! Somebody help this man. Y'all, we are live. Random. Q's dying. Q is dying. He is dying. He is dying. At this moment, I'm about to watch a man die. And, right, and this, Jay, let it happen. Hey, get him somewhere else. Jay, office. Jay, this is what we talking about. Oh, he's this is what we talking about hey, today's episode. Actually, I like that. And he's telling me because he's fine. you saw the focus he's was on dying. you. So you 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 wanted to deflect. Listen to not. me, y'all. We just cutting I'm up today. We definitely and I respond to emergencies. Okay, he's we, dying. Okay, <laughs> we are definitely. We're definitely going to get started with the podcast now. BTS. Uh, or, to, or the funeral. Welcome Either to another episode <laughs> of Next Level or Living. Pocket, we're rolling. Nick, you see? For the last two minutes, I've been trying to get him back on track. He yeah, is, we're rolling. Jeremy's okay. like a bad So this is what we're talking about today, y'all. It's like, um, you just tell the teacher on us? Bro, you see? That's how you do. Well, I'm just trying to hold y'all accountable. You know Snitches get stitches. Somebody has to steer this ship. All right, no, for real though. For real, for real, for real. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm you good. feeling? Yeah. Look like you still glowing. <laughs> Come am. on, Turks and Caicos. I am. Oh, you see me? You see me? Talk you see to me? us. Yeah. yeah. No, we um last weekend actually, whatever weekend that was, um went to Turks and Caicos and actually did a song with the youth center there. Um, about 130 to 150 kids came through. It was their first time in a studio. First time being on a microphone, and so we just kind of created a, a song for for um, for the the youth center for them to use. But it was really cool. It was changed so many lives of wow. children, which is wow. amazing. How long were you there for? Uh, about six days. You was on a panel speaking too, huh? Yes, I was on a panel um, speaking with some producers from one of the producers from Insecure, and then I can't remember what the other show was that the other guy produced. But it was it was a pretty cool panel, and every day they had different panels. It was for a film festival. Dope. Yeah, it was. Dope. It was dope. It was amazing. I love it. So and you was, yeah. I went for one thing, but they ended up doing all these other things. So wow, talk about over delivering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you was living your best life. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Mike, I look up on the ground. You was out there in Italy. Yeah. Man. How was the, how was the Italy trip? Italy was amazing, man. It was needed, bro. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I know you've. Subliminally referenced some stuff on some past podcasts, but we all just had a had a a, a real year, you know. And Italy was a was a breakaway from a lot of stress that and a sense of overwhelmness that I was feeling, and it was it was it was a it was a retreat back to peace for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just me getting back to my essence and what it is that I really love to do, and just reminding myself of the purpose that God still got with me. Was it like a quick trip? Like in and out? Were you there for a couple of days? Oh, it started out to be like a quick trip. Mm-hmm. Um, me and some flight attendant friends um, went to, we started off in Italy. We went to Lake Como. I'd never heard of it. It's amazing, first of all. Beautiful. Lake what? Lake Como. Okay. It's outside of Madrid. It's outside of Madrid. It's, okay. What you thought I said? No, no. Go ahead. No, Homo. Lake Como. 
Oh, Jeremy. Come on, stay focused. Outside of Madrid. I got you. I got so how many? Got about a week, community. four or five days? Okay, so I was out there for, for a few days. And when we, and nope, yep, and when everybody was ready to go back, we went to Prague also, hmm. which is now my favorite city that I've ever been to. I love the culture. Shout out to Nikki for telling you that. It's wow. my favorite city. It's not my best trip. It's just my favorite city. Hmm. I love the the atmosphere. Is it's the like, food really small there, like they say? The portions. Yeah, the portions. Absolutely. But- You just be, ordered like three or four? That's I, what I did. I didn't. Oh. I didn't at all. Uh, actually, the way that they make their pasta and stuff in, in Italy, mm-hmm. it's way smaller, but it's filling. Like, I don't know the way they make it or whatever, but first of all, I don't know what they put in this pasta here. This ain't what we're supposed to be eating. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know how they say all this stuff is inside your food? And you'd be like, how's all this in my food? Go taste where it's originally from. Yeah. Something ain't right here. Right. I'm, I'm digesting something I ain't supposed to be eating over you here. You ain't digesting it. It's still in you. Well, that, that might be true, too. Mm. Well, I needed to get up out of me. Right, but anyway, right, right. y'all, that trip was was amazing. I loved Prague. But by the time my flight, my friends wanted to go back, I told them, I was like, y'all, I don't know what I'm about to do, but I'm not ready to go. And I stayed. Mm. I stayed a couple extra days. They was oh. like, Mike, well, we all leaving. What you got planned? I was like, I don't have a plan. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just be. I'm going to be. And I stayed a couple more days and then finding out uh, some of my little sisters from Bermuda ended up coming to Italy that week and extending their trip. I met up with them in Rome. Went to Florence and then ended up in Venice and uh, came back through Paris and came back home, man. It was it was incredible, bro. Life, bro. Life. It was incredible, man. Italy, what a, wait, hold up. Turks and Caicos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's not skip you. Where did you just come from? Facts. Yeah. Yep. I In caught Elon. Um, I took, I took my first trip to Mars. Now, that'd be next level, though, when we having conversations. Sometimes like that, when you speak, I feel like you live there. Number one, my boy. We just giving each other strikes at this number point. Number one, my we, boy. We ain't even responding. Yeah, now. yeah. No, nah, you see my shirt, man. Next level speakers elite. So y'all know we have our our next level speakers academy. Yeah. But then there's a top tier program mm-hmm. um, that people can go to, uh, and you join our next level speakers elite, and uh, and we do a retreat every quarter somewhere sunny. So mm. we went to uh, Cancun, Mexico. Mm. Um, there was a brand new Hilton <clears throat> resort. Let me get some water. Ed. There was a brand new Hilton Resort, um, all exclusive, phenomenal, like brand speaking new. Like we got hey. there on Wednesday, they had opened like on Saturday or something like that. Yeah, and uh, amazing experience, right? But mm-hmm. but wait wait wait, before you do that, let's let's talk about how you even got that opportunity to do it and host it there, because you had to build a relationship with the with the people before yeah. you even got to set foot. So you did your your groundwork before you even went there and took everyone else there. Right, right. So we were looking for a really dope venue. Like Tracy ain't gonna just stay. I got one. Tracy ain't gonna just stay anywhere, mm-hmm. right? So we're all we were always looking for a really nice venue to go to, because mm-hmm. uh, you know these folks. You know what I'm saying? This is a major investment that they take, um, that they make into coming to our elite program. And um, and in the elite program, we do your website, we do your brand new custom logo, your EPK, all your branding. Um, I put you on stage at various events and things like that. Um, and then I have my team, give it here. I have my team record them, you know what I'm saying? And um, and then we put together video reels, like everything people need to be a six-figure, high-level motivational speaker. So we wanted a really nice resort that we felt good staying at and our people. And our whole team was there. The family was there. Um, and so we're there. And Ebony, not Ebony, Sophie's looking for different places. So she's calling all these different resorts, trying to see who can get back with us. 
And at the last minute, the people at the Hilton was like, hey, we're building a brand new Hilton. Me and Tracy flew there to check it out. It was still under construction. Amazing. Um, then we went back to Mexico, maybe two, three weeks before we were supposed to be there and was able to visit the place again and kind of walk with management, see them. It was phenomenal. And then when we got there, it was done brand spanking new, like the suite we was in. Nobody had stayed in that suite before. Like, Ooh, it wasn't was that just, a good feeling? Yeah, it, was, uh, it, was, it was like, like building a new house. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. like nobody used a toilet before. Like right. it was fire. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so my goal has always been to over deliver, right? And everything that I do, I want to always try to see how can we over deliver. And so for me, that was important. So like when you and for you, Mike, you would, you would probably say, man, I tried to over deliver to myself. The experience was great. But you was like, yo, I'm not trying to just leave. I'm trying to stay in Prague, stay in Italy a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? Stay in Lake Como, you feel me, a little bit longer and kick it with some of the fellas there and just have a good time, really explore, try something different and new. You know what I'm saying? Something a little adventurous. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to do that. You, Crystal, was like, yep, I'm going to be in Turks and Caicos. I'm about to kick it with the people. You over-delivered. You, you went there for a panel, end up recording like a... Almost like a We Are the World type of video. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Well, I went there for just to volunteer. Really? Just to volunteer. Yeah. I just went to volunteer. Didn't really have a specific job to do. Um, But then Charlie said, well, you like music. Why don't you do something musical with the kids? And so then we talked to the youth center. And then the youth center was like, yeah, like, let's, let's do it. Let's build it. We've never done anything like this before. They, we would love to introduce music to them, but we mostly just handle and film. And so I was like, okay. So then I built out, you know, like wrote the lyrics to the song, um, worked with the guy to come up with the beat to the song, and then had to section out, you know, all the kids to create the song. And so it was like, nobody was expecting that. But because I wanted them to have something of quality, that's what we did. And then we had the video too. So So you executive produced that whole thing. And then they invited me to be on a panel in addition to just like volunteering there on the island. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's levels to it. So yeah. I, 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 on this episode, I really want to talk about like over-delivering. Mm-hmm. Like what does it take to do the most? Like people mm-hmm. often say, Jeremy, bro, you do the most. Like it's a negative thing. And sometimes I might do the most, you know what I'm saying? But I keep that same energy and everything yeah, throughout I do. Yeah, everything, yeah. And so, man, that that experience there in Mexico for us was special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I pride myself on this. I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but I am toot my own horn. You know what I'm saying? Like there ain't nobody else with uh, a speaking program quite like ours. Mm. There were some other great programs that add lots of value, great coaches, the art of speaking, like all of that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I am not aware of another program that over delivers like ours. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You get access to me for one. There are some programs like you don't really connect, you know what I'm saying, with the people like that. Like, yo, you got access to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've heard of, um, there's just one, you know, major, major, major corporate trainer. It's a few ladies that have programs mm-hmm. out here. You know what I'm saying? I hear about, you know, John Maxwell and others. They got all these different training and, and, and speaking programs. That was a cool, but we really pride ourselves in what we do with ours. Like, ain't nobody else putting their people on stage. Like, yo, when we first got that first quote from the stage that mm-hmm. we built out, it was like 30000 then I was like, okay, all right, uh, that's amazing, but you got to work with you on that price. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a crazy stage. Like, Q, his team was filming from three different angles. We give them high quality pictures. Like, nobody else, nobody else has a speaker program where they're going to do your uh, speakers reel. They're going to put together a branding logo package for you. Um, they're going to put together a whole website. 
then plan retreats that you can go to and that and that stuff is for free like nobody else is doing that then they're going to put you on stage and have their team film you and then do a private interview somewhere else you know what I'm saying my brother came in from LA mm-hmm. and did their did, did their speakers real like nobody else is doing nice. that to that extent yeah. so we literally could take somebody that has no experience speaking we're going to train you we're going to coach you help you refine your message get you with a mindset coach get you with a speech writing coach put you on stage while another mm-hmm. team is doing your website your branding your marketing like everything that you need to be a high-level speaker. Mm. Then take you in different resorts. And then you can break bread with me and playing dominoes and cards and at the beach. Like, it's just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we did that because we wanted to be able to over-deliver. I knew if I was fresh coming in and wanted to be a speaker, I know what it takes. I would yeah. want somebody to build me out a professional and logo. It's, and it's confusing, too, if you just give them to-do lists. Like, go get a professional reel. Go do, Like, you, you need to have everything in one place. And you guys are making it you know, more possible for people to actually succeed as opposed to just saying, hey, here's here's the to-do list. Now go off and do it and then come back and check in. Now y'all like, you're going to do it. This is the accountability system in order to make sure that you are set up for success. Right. And that's different because right. a lot of people don't do that. They just worried right. about that check coming in. They're not actually worried about the success of the people that they're bringing in. Right. So, right. And, and, it's, and, it's, and the, the next step is beyond the checklist is like, hey, we've actually done it. We're scared. Yeah. We're calling you saying, hey, it's time for your branding. So we're right. going to connect you with David and his firm, and they're going to have you fill out a questionnaire and talk about your style, talk about your message, talk about any brand identity colors uh-huh. to really customize yeah. that. Then we're going to get you with the next company here. They're going to talk about your website, yeah. the fonts, and the different type of fonts, like very intentional. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then we get you with a mindset coach, so they're going to break down the disc assessment to see, you know what I'm saying, where you you know, where you were with the SID yeah. and to see all of that. Then we're going to, you know what I'm saying, put you on stage and then the lights, the pictures, like all of that, like the whole shebang yeah. we do for you. Yeah. And um, and I want to do for others the same way they do for me. And so I think it's dope because when yeah. you were in Turks and Caicos, you said, yo, I'm not going to just be here and just kick it and yeah. just volunteer. You know what I'm saying? You, you brought the music to them. Yeah. I wonder like how many kids there will sit back later and see the music video. Mm-hmm. How many kids will sit back and be like, yo, look at what we've done. Look at what we've produced. Mm-hmm. So I wonder now how many people inside their brain is like, man, I wish I would have never thought I could be here. Like, man, maybe I can have a a, a, a career in the music mm-hmm. industry, right? Maybe I can go on and do something really dope as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, I think that's kind of <laughs> cool because, and go ahead and like tell the whole story. Like I, from what I remember, like the government, the island is going to now adopt that song. <laughs> Come on and talk about it. Look, okay. I'm a sh- I'll share a little bit. I- Waiting for everybody else to kind of do it themselves. But yeah, like people were really excited on the island. Um, One lady that works heavily in the um, environmental space, shout out to Shar. She's such a beautiful human being. She came up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, Crystal, like this is actually a really good song. She said, and it's catchy. And usually I'll hear stuff, but it's cheesy. She said, you made a song that I would actually be like, I want to share with people. Mm. And so I'm like, okay. And you know, the person that creates it is always like, all right, cool. But no, they were really excited about it. And then one of the guys on the island, he loves hip hop. And he heard the song and he was like, hey, this is a cool song. He mm. said, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you know, super poppy. He said, but no, this is like a root song because it talks about not only the struggles, but it talks about like how you can overcome them and then still protect the environment. He was like, mm. I don't know how you intertwine these things together um, to make it still kid-friendly, but also eco-friendly. He was like, but it, it was it was beautiful. So I got a lot of compliments and we shared it with um, 
we premiered the night of, we did a, there was a coming to America night. And so the creators of coming to America, um, John Landis and Nile Rogers, they were there hearing the song for the first time too. And they kind of mm. did this little nod back, like, and I'm like, it's, it, you know, I don't want to overhype it too much just yet. I'm right, going to wait right, until right, it right, right. comes out and until I'm able to share more. But yeah, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful I feeling. It. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. So no, I, I think for me, you know, I'm really trying to figure out, you know, what that next level looks like. Yeah. How can I add that most value, you know, and how can I dominate in the space I'm in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when folks come into us in our program, I'm trying to over deliver in every single mm-hmm. aspect. And I love the fact that you were there and was like, wait a second. Like, hold on, we got something here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you make some connections and end up staying. And next thing you know, you want panels with other producers and, 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 and videographers in the industry and all that different stuff. Like, I'm seeing how one thing turned into it evolved. Yeah. Because your heart was there. Yeah. Like, when we first started our Speakers Academy, I was just grateful to have a course online to coach people and have Sunday calls. Mm-hmm. And I realized, oh, it's another level of service. When you were there, you realized, like, yo, it's another, another level of service. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and two, it's like... Yeah, my job could have been done after day one. Like, I only was committed to one doing one day mm-hmm. of volunteering. However, I went in the day before to write it, to check out the setup, to see, okay, what do we need? What what do we have? To make sure everything was set up for the day of. Then right. the day of, stayed there for as long as I, you know, could stay there. And then the following day, went back to edit all day. And then the day after that, I was like, okay, now we're going to premiere the song. But so it took multiple days to just do something that was... Super quick. We only had 20 minutes with each, with each kid, yeah. which was like fast. But over delivering is like, okay, you go to prepare. But then after you do the job, you go and, and you know, do a reassessment of what you, with the work that you actually right. did. Right. And so the job is not just the day of. It's never just the day of. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny if you say that there because, yeah, because when we got done with our, our conference and our retreat in Mexico, um, I was telling one of the um, somebody on my team, I was just like, "Yo, I want to put together a survey mm-hmm. to make sure we adding the best value." Yeah. And they gave me hella pushback. My man was like, "Bro, what?" It's like, "Bro, what?" I've been a part of so many speakers programs. Yeah. What you just did for them in Mexico, like the stage you built out for them, the coaching, the guidance, the three days here, like all of that, like you adding crazy value. And I said, "Yes, I want to make sure I'm adding the most value." Right. So let's put together this survey. And let's ask all these people mm-hmm. in our community, what could we have done better? What did you like? Mm-hmm. What was okay? What did you dislike? Maybe some of the different training workshops or breakout sessions can be different. Yeah. I don't never want to feel yeah. like I got all the answers. Yeah. And I feel like that's a part of over-delivering. That's what the problem was with Sway. You know, Kanye was so upset because he thought he had the answers. Hmm. That's continue, so deep. Continue. And he was like, you don't have all the answers, Sway. That was yeah. it. It was levels to it. And so levels. I'm literally looking at my team. And when my man was just like, bro, do you realize what you just did for these people? Most of them have never done this. They've never done this. They've never done that. What you just created for them is going to help them be able to build wealth and get on stages and speak and take the speaking to the next level. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I realize all of that. Yeah. But can we do better? Right. Bro, that's that mom. Bro, I'm that's trying to- over-delivering. That's oh, mom, over-delivering, right? You know what I'm saying? Like- Kobe, well, they would win a game. And he'd be like, yeah, but I missed a few threes and they cut it close. Mm-hmm. It should never even been that close. Mm-hmm. So when all y'all are partying, I'm going to be sitting back here and I'm going to put up a thousand threes. Like, that's different. Like, what can I switch up in my game? Right. And so my team, actually, um, Nicole and them are actually on a team meeting as we speak to talk about what adjustments can we make next time? Because mm. we sent the survey out. That's good. Now, I'm going to keep on hunting with y'all. 
I don't like surveys. Really? I don't, right? Tell me, why, tell me uh, why. I, um, What's the issue with them? You know, I like to, you know, I want to please. I want folks to be happy. Oh, so you but, don't want, you don't like to see. Yeah, because if, if they hit me back, he'd be like, yo, this was cool, but I didn't like that. Like, it's going to sting. Oh. You know what I'm saying? When you work so hard towards something, but I got to let it burn. I mean, don't get it twisted. Yeah. I got to let it burn. So Otherwise, I told the team, how are you going to grow? How was you going to grow? Yeah. And so I said, all right, y'all meet, bring it back to me, the end results, what's everybody saying? And then we're going to do another one, you know what I'm saying? Um, in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. But I just really want to add the most value and give everybody what they need. Mm -hmm. Some people need, you know what I'm saying, physical. It's crazy. I was at this conference. You ain't going to tell us what they need? I was about to break it down. Oh, I thought you was giving me a crossover. Yeah, I was. It was like a, I feel like a oh, face. It was a hezzy. He it was, 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 was to the right leg. It was the, Okay. That, 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 that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. Let, me Let me find out. Let me oh, find out. We gotta see how that came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean, you better put that thing together. Hey, that, hey, that audio you know was different. Saying? You know All what I'm right. saying? No auto tunes over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but I was at I was reaching at this conference speaking, and I'm I'm on stage. It's Wall Street Trapper, um, Annetta Powell, mogul in real estate. Um, like I'm talking about like 60 million she's done in real estate. Um, big business, he heavy in real estate in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Um, my man Pushman Mitch, heavy when it comes to exotic cars. So I'm hosting this panel at this conference and we talk, it was at GoCon, and we're talking about, you know, what's coming up, what's happening, how they are investing. And this lady comes up to the front of the stage and she's in tears. Mm. And I ain't gonna lie, low-key, I'm wondering, like, how does she even get past security? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't oh gonna lie. Yeah. I'm like, like, she literally got like five feet from the stage, was like at the head of the stage and she was in tears. So of course we knew, we didn't feel there was no threat, but I, that was my first thing. Like, okay, how'd you get so close to the stage? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, but she was just like in tears and she was just like, I need y'all. I, I need something and mm. I can't leave without it. And I'm like, okay. So we got up, we all kind of walked. It was weird too, cause we were all sitting down on these like little fancy bougie couches, like a thousand plus people watching us. We doing a live mm -hmm. taping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of this session. She just comes up and we like, are you okay? And she's like, tears coming down her face. She was like, I need it. She was like, I can't go back the same. Yeah. I need something different to change in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo. And so Trapper was like, yo, let me get your information queen. I'm gonna give you my course. Uh, I think big business might have said the same, like, yo, whatever you need, I'll yeah. put you in my mentorship yeah. program. Like, instantly the panel was like, yo, however we can put you up on game. Yeah. I felt it was spiritual, though. Yeah. For you for you to be like, yo, I can't leave and go back the same? It's yeah. like Jacob. I, yeah, she's she like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to let go to you it's, bless I'm me. I'm not going to let you let you go to you bless me. Bro, and I, as a result, Jacob ended up getting hurt. The angel touched him, and he they said Jacob never walked the same after that. You know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is a this is a biblical story, y'all. But yeah. he he was willing to take whatever came with right, that blessing. Right. And when you get to a point to where public humiliation or embarrassment uh, is no longer an issue, when you want what you want so bad mm. that you're you're no longer bothered by the immediate result or humiliation of your decision, mm. you can get anything that you want in the world. Mm. You can get you got access to anything. Because what it did, you've y'all had plenty of people try to finesse y'all or try to talk to y'all into getting either a discount or getting something. The reason why this hit differently is because you saw she had no more pride. She didn't. She didn't mm. see herself. All you, all y'all saw was her desire for what it is that y'all offered, and, and it, it was no longer risky. And it no, and it was risky. It no longer mattered what she had. You, you was like, you was like, what you, what you've given is payment enough because I can see it in you that mm. you really want what you're asking for. The reason why we charge people. 
Yes, to make a living, but it's to prove that you really want what you're asking for. Right. So you're you're investing. That's why I say make an investment in yourself. Right. Most of the people that you already invested in are already set. They already got a good life. You're asking you to invest in yourself because if I just give you something, how many things that are just given to us do we really appreciate? And, 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 of, and there are things that are given for free that we really do appreciate, but it hits different when you pay, when you invest into something. It hits a little bit different when you work for something. The memory of what it is that you acquired, it, it sits a little bit longer. Right. And so she's she's walking up and she's in tears. Yep. And she's, I remember she was just like, I just I can't go back the same. She kept saying, like, I came here, I need to go back. Wow. Changed. And I remember thinking, in my brain, I'm not thinking like, yo, you need of just course. whatever. Yeah. Right. I'm you thinking need, like you, you need, need some spiritual type of transformation. Transformation. Yeah. And that was right when we were talking about, like we were all on the panel. That's dope. And and she was and there. I had it my life, my one of my final questions was like, yo, tell me. Um, what's the biggest investments you've ever made? And some people's like, I invest in myself. Um, big business was like, yeah, I, you know, uh, my wife is the best investment. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was talking about different investments that they've made. And so right when I was about to say, what was the biggest change that took place in my life? Like the biggest investment, the biggest move I made, that's when she came up the stage. Mm. So that's when I was just like, let wow. me just tell you the best investment. Uh, yo, that was a shift. Mm. And so I felt like even in my presence at the conference and hosting the conference, I knew that God wanted me to bring like a spiritual element. He had I realized you for a that's how, yeah, that's how I can over deliver. Yeah. I could just be up here. I ain't gonna just be up here motivating you. I'm about to speak down to your heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then by me talking about how I gave my life to God years ago, big business was like, bruh, and my man worth millions on millions on millions. He was like, bruh, I should have said the same thing. Mm. He was like, let me just take mine back. Best decision I ever made was giving my life to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, ah, now we haven't church up in here. You know what I'm saying? But everybody needs something different. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever Mm. they are, even in our community. Some people come to our community because they like, yo, I I need to be around Jeremy. I want to be around the people that I admire. Some people it's like, yo, I just need that insight. Some people it's like, yo, I need to be involved with a good community. And some people's like, yo, I just know what you stand for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need more. And so as a as a leader and as like a shepherd, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help them go to the next level. Jay, it seems like sometimes I'm very critical of the church. And I'm and I I'm not trying to be for no reason. But when we talk about next levels, right? Mm-hmm. If we take the advice of people that don't have our vision, we can forfeit our purpose. Mm. Jay, I've seen you start off from, from nothing and start and go into this space. And I listen to you speak sometimes, and I'm just like, the reason you're able to have the impact that you have Mm-hmm. And even a lot of times the reason why people who once either looked down on you or or talked down now look up to you and ask to work with you is because you never stop focusing on your purpose. Mm. Bro, God is using you to do what sometimes the church thinks is impossible to do outside of church walls uh, <laughs> because you stayed in your, your place. Mm. And sometimes somebody listening, I need y'all to catch this. There's something that's on your heart. The lady knew who was at this conference. Yeah, she was heavy, bro. She, she was, was heavy. Strong. 
part. The re- oh man, there's so many levels to this, and and y'all know that I'm 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 down for a good rant. So in 30 seconds, let me try to break this down, y'all. But sometimes you can be so heavy, and nobody else can understand why, because that burden is your purpose and your mm-hmm, purpose alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is something that God is telling y'all to do that you got to do, regardless if your mom supports you. Right. Regardless if your husband supports right. you, whether, uh, regardless if your wife supports you, regardless if you get backlash from the church, regardless if everybody else doesn't understand. Sometimes we're waiting on one person to support us and you can't guarantee it's going to happen. Right, right. You can't guarantee you're going to get that. Right. That burden is your why. Right. That's your support. Right. The fact that you can't sleep at night, the right. fact that you're wrestling with this is your reason to keep going. Right. There is a lady that is crying. 15 years down the road that is waiting on you to be true to yourself so that you can release them from what it is that they're about to go through later on down the road. That person will never be set free if you don't stick true to what it is that you called to do. If you don't fix what you need to fix in your marriage, if you don't humble yourself with your wife and build your business and take yourself to the next level, if you don't over deliver as, as a consistency, as your, as your normal there's people in the future that need saving that you are in the position for that will miss out on it because you weren't true to yourself. Push and do what you got to do. Over deliver with yourself, with your heart, with your purpose. Okay. Be who you supposed to be no matter who else supports you. Your burden supports you. Hmm. So what? So that was really good. Um, and I felt it. But, you know, wow. But what happened with this lady? So, you know, um, I afterwards, it was a lot of people, after we got off stage, people kind of just rushed the stage. And, you know, some people wanted to give books. You know what I'm saying? Some people wanted prayer. Mm-hmm. Some people gave me business cards. Some people just like, I don't know what, and just was crying. It was it was, it was was not weird. It was unusual. Mm-hmm. But, man, I, I could have did an altar call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so some people I just prayed for right there. Some people, you know, it was just like, I just, I went, God bless you. It was just, but it was like, as soon as we got off stage, it's like a swarm of people came. Mm-hmm. And then some want to take selfies. So I literally went, on, ah, selfie. Hey, what you need? You okay? This your book? Okay, praise God. You need prayer? Okay, let me pray for you. Okay, you want to take a picture? Okay, bet. Mm-hmm. You need prayer? You need counsel? Okay, boom. So it was like right there on the side. And it was, it was I won't say weird, but unusual. But we got to be available. Yeah. We got to be present. And people probably don't often see like that side of me. Yeah. They probably just see, they. So for those of y'all that's watching now, maybe y'all been rocking with me for years, right? But y'all know I've been like preaching. I've been baptizing mm-hmm. people. I've been traveling. Like I've right. been, you know what I'm saying, sharing in that space. So just because I'm in the speaking space, like I ain't never left that. Right. You know, I can still coincide in both spaces for and sure. speaking of that, didn't you do something recently when you went to Mexico for your conference? <sighs> Highlight of the Wasn't trip. Wasn't there a baptism then too? Highlight of the trip. Tell Man, us about tell that. Tell us about Jay. that. Yeah. Please. Man, so I I got a call from Brad. He's one of the guys in our community. Mm-hmm. Shout out to B. Yeah, B Red. That's my guy, man. And uh Brad was just like, yo, Jay, I need to, the business is is really growing. Mm-hmm. He got to a point where I was able to help my man quit his job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So dope. Matter of fact, he won an award at our conference that we had in Atlanta mm-hmm. this past summer. Uh, one of our leadership awards. Yeah. So it was cool to see him on stage. And he was on stage emotional, crying with mm-hmm. his wife. I had him bring his wife up there because I'm like, Negro, you ain't get to where you are Without by yourself. You know what I'm saying? She allowed you to quit your job. Like, don't play mm-hmm. There yourself. you go. 
You know, so they came, they both came up on stage. It was a beautiful moment. But when he hit me for the conference, he's like, yo, I need to recommit my life to God. Mm-hmm. You know, would you baptize me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like Whoa. in the hey, ocean. Yo. In the ocean. You know what I'm saying? So and so I said, for sure, you know? And so after the weekend, I brought him in front of the people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. at, the, um, at the conference. And when I was giving my final remarks, I brought him up, you know what I'm saying? I asked him right on the spot, like, yo, do you believe, you know what I'm saying, in Jesus Christ? Do you believe he died for your sins? Do you accept him as your Lord and Savior? Do you believe he's coming again? Mm. Do you commit today to living the rest of your life for him? Not saying you're going to be perfect, but putting forth the perfect effort mm. to devise self and live in the spirit. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Man, we all left the ballroom. Wow. It went to the water. And it started raining. It was so gangster. And to hear people say, I don't care about this weave. I can get a new one. This Mm. is more important. I was like, oh, y'all, y'all really about that life. That's next level. Yeah. And I was looking at them like, God, you going to move the rain? But I feel like God was like, nah, I want to see, I want to see if they really, Mm. I want to see if they really want it. And then I went out to that water and um, went out there and whole bunch of people was out there. It was like a wedding taking place. People was like, what they got going on? Yeah. Uh, and I put that hand up, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, baptized him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and took him in that water, came out. He was victorious, yeah, he you know was. what I'm saying? It was, it was, wow. a, really, it was a really powerful, uh, yeah. it was a really powerful moment. What made it powerful for you? Because I know for him, that's amazing because he's making that decision. But from you being a person that's been asked to do that, what made that so special for you? Well, I'm going I'm to answer that, but first, let me share a funny thing. Okay. So when I put him down, if you watch the video, I held him down an extra second or two. Because <laughs> I, I, I remember when I baptized Javen, um, I, you know, it was a quick dip, and Javen was like, man, I wish I was down there longer. So I was like, all right, point taken. Next time I baptize somebody, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> Mississippi. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it Second. wasn't that but extreme. But you saw he held his nose. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, you, know, yeah, you got to. That's what they do. I, oh, now that he was a towel. rag, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a towel. I did, yeah. So I'm about to pinch your nose and dip you and really <laughs> let you, just for those few moments, yeah. you know, those few moments to be down there and just take it in before you come up. So, yeah. um, but I think it was most special for me is because, like, I know his heart. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm thriving when it comes to business, mm-hmm. but I want my soul to thrive. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like yeah, this is what life is all yeah. about. Yeah. So for me, it was an honor to be able to baptize him. Yeah. I think of my first trip to South Africa, one of the Zulu elders, he uh, he gave me a name, Melusi, which means the shepherd. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time thinking like, I never looked at myself like a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Mm. But he was just like, bro, you don't like you don't get it. Like God has called you to lead his people. Mm. And so I've really been kind of owning that in this yeah. season of my life. And so when Brad asked me, I was like, yo, I'm not surprised. Like I be praying for people in our community. Facts. Yeah. Like when we have our Sunday calls, if somebody's got a question, if somebody's like, man, Jeremy, I'm struggling in this place. Mm. I ain't finna be like, good luck. I'm finna pray for you at the end of the call. Like that's yeah. That's who I ain't got to run from that. Yeah. I built my own community so I can set my own rules. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't finna run from nothing. I'm not asking for a seat at nobody's table. I make my dog on tables, you know, spiritually and physically. You feel me? Like, right. I, I set the rules here in my organization. So I can't talk about God in schools, but when I have my own academy, I could talk about God. So it was special for me to be able to create the type of environment to where people can say, hey, would you baptize me? They To know that they looking mm-hmm. at me more than just a coach. Yeah. 
I was like, that's interesting. Like my man Daoud, I hope he don't mind me sharing. And I know he don't mind me sharing, but Daoud came to me when he joined our elite mastermind program. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, bro, when we have our one-on-one -on -one call, I'm looking forward to it. I was like, bro, I'm gonna give you so much game. My man literally called my phone for our call. And he was like, yo, if I gotta do whatever for another call, I will. But I don't even wanna talk about the business. I need you to tell me about myself because I, I need to change as a husband. Mm. Jesus. And I was like, mm. yo. My man was just at our conference. He was just on stage speaking in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thriving speaking business. But he was just like, I need to grow as a husband because I don't want to, as my boy Inky would say, be a public success, but a private failure. Mm -hmm. And so I literally took that time that was supposed to be on a strategy call because yeah. I set up strategy calls for all of our elite members to where we set up a strategy call on his marriage. Mm. And I told him, bro, you're going to have to repent. You're going to go back to your, your you're going to have to get your wife back. You're going to have to make these different decisions. You're going to have to go to her. You're going to have to apologize. You're going to call her dad, tell her family, you're going to do better as a husband. And it wasn't mm. nothing crazy. It wasn't nothing crazy. But he was just like, yo, it's another level I want to go to. Mm -hmm. I want to be a phenomenal husband. Yeah. My man was like, I don't want to be an average. I don't want to be a phenomenal speaker, but a good husband. I want to be a phenomenal husband. Mm -hmm. As exceptional as I am at home, I want to be just as exceptional on stage. Mm -hmm. And I, to realize we're creating that type of community with that Culture. type of people, Culture. it's different, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's different. So when I think about over-delivering, for me, I'm about to start using that hashtag more often, Mr. Overdeliver. Mm -hmm. sure. it's, it's the holistic approach. Yeah. When we got our curriculums in school, our next level students curriculum, we, talk, we focus on the whole child. I want to focus on the whole human. Mm -hmm. I want to focus on the whole speaker. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, we have conversations about faith. Whether you're Christian, whether you're Muslim, whatever, we're going to have conversations about faith. We're going to have conversations about cryptocurrency. That's our next wave. I'm telling my speakers, I'm like, y'all making all this money. I'm about to bring in some people to train y'all on crypto mm -hmm. so that you can diversify your funds a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be able to over-deliver and go above and beyond for them um, as it feel God did for me. Do you think you're going to want to start putting altar calls at your your conferences? Or do you, do you want to get to be able to baptize more people like you used to? Or like, what is that? How, 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 do you feel how does that, right... Yeah, because think, is it, does it feel like something that you haven't been into recently that once you did it in Mexico was kind of like lighting a spark under you, or how, what's what's what is your sentiment about all of that right now? I, I I would you know I I had somebody about six months ago ask me to baptize them. Mm -hmm. I just feel like as the spirit leads, I'll be obedient. Okay. I do think that our last conference, the big one we had in Atlanta, mm -hmm. it was a next level speakers conference. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, but it was really just a next level living conference. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it was so wholesome. It yeah. was on Holistic, so many yeah. different things yeah. outside of speaking, even though I feel in order for people to be phenomenal and prolific speakers, you got to have a holistic approach mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. it, right? Um, I don't want you just to be a good orator. Mm -hmm. It's your heart. If your heart ain't right, mm -hmm. if your finance is not right, if you're not disciplined, if your social media not right, mm -hmm. if your marriage ain't right, it's all going to affect your speaking. And mm -hmm. so I typically take that approach. Um, but altar calls, I'm not sure. Okay. But I do believe had I did an altar call there when I had Brad in front of the people proclaiming it, um, I do think that some people would have probably taken Additional it. Um, but then I would have probably went into a whole nother 
spiel and gave a whole another sermon and message. And I just wasn't sure at that time if that's what God was telling right. me to do. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of just kind of being in that place, you know what I'm saying? Kind of just hearing his voice. And we'll mm-hmm. have to talk about that in the later podcast, like really being in tune with the voice of God. But mm-hmm. I did know that um, that he was calling me to baptize Brad for sure. I love that. Yeah, it was a special experience, man. So those of y'all out there in Next Level Living Land, to all of our supporters, man, there's levels to it. And uh, I believe that as long as we keep showing up, as long as we keep doing our part, and we try to go above and beyond and over-deliver. It's only a matter of time before God um, bless our efforts. And I feel like that's what it's all about. For yeah. Brad to say, man, I want to. I don't want to just have a thriving business. I want my soul to thrive and prosper. For Daoud to say, man, I don't want to just get a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying, speaking engagements. I want to be able to speak to my wife's heart. I'm like, let's go. That's next. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I'm blessed to be able to have this opportunity. And uh, by the grace of God, I ain't going to drop the ball. Mm. Just like that. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.